0: The witch's tale.
1: The fascination of the eerie, weird, blood-chilling tales told by Old Nancy, the witch of Salem, and Satan, her wise black cat. They are waiting,
0: waiting for you. (laughs) A <laughs> hundred
2: and three year old I be today. Yes, sir. A hundred and three year old. <laughs> well, Satan, tonight we ain't going to tell no bedtime story for weekends. Pass the word to doubt all lights, and we'll get at it. That's it. Make it nice and dark sitting in the glooms the way to hear our pretty tales. (laughs) Swore up to the fire and gaze into the embers. Gaze into them deep and soon you'll see the town of Nantes in France. The time is that of the reign of terror and Rudy Nantes is a man named Carrier who history calls the butcher. Outside a handsome house, where soldiers of the revolution are veterans down a door, you'll see a mob of maddened men and women. And there our story, the altar of hate begins. <laughs> the altar of hate! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: On. Drive them back and keep them at a the
0: distance.
3: Citizen Carrier wishes to enter his rat's nest alone.
1: Hey,
0: Citizen! Back. You heard Justin briefly order? Hey! <laughs> <laughs>
3: How these good citizens trust me. Well, no patriot in France has better serve Madame la guillotine than you. Because of your fine working nuns, bodies of the dead soon fill our river Loire. It overflows its banks. After this stubborn door has yielded, you will witness even finer work, friend Brissac. What will you do to that? Wait and see. <laughs> I have a very
1: pretty plan. <laughs>
0: ah! <laughs>
1: Do you see the dogs
3: we touched searched for, They are all free. Take them. Hold them tight. We have them. at the
0: two old in their camp.
3: Come, Citizen Carrier. They make no sure fight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> well, Monsieur Le Comte bon and Madame Le Comtesse de Lorient. And
1: young Monsieur le Chevalier de Lorient. We are your prisoners. There is no need to ask what you will do to us. We are ready. You are brave, Monsieur le Comte. But will you not ask for mercy, at least for your wife and son? Neither my husband nor myself will plead for our lives, Monsieur. Nor will I. I am not afraid to die.
4: Oh, my son, my child!
1: Helene, <laughs> the lady weakened. Mother, don't.
4: I can't help myself. When a child is threatened, every mother is a coward. Stop. No, Monsieur Carrier. I know I'm speaking to a man without a heart. Yes, Peek, I must. We are ready to die. But our son is only a boy, a
0: child. You can't kill him. Helene. Mother,
1: I beg Go you. Go on, madame. <laughs> I am really most sympathetic. Then my son. Mm.
3: He is but sixteen, a child. You have touched me deeply. I will grant your plea. Monsieur. What? No, Carrier! Oh, All aristocrats must die. Silence, Brissac. I command here. No one can be spared. In Nantes, I am revolutionary law. I will spare your son, madame,
1: on one condition.
2: Anything you say? Yes, anything.
1: Oh, the father is not too proud to beg. I will not let them beg. Father, mother, we three die together. No, Charles, not you. You are the last of the DeLoreans. You must carry on our name. Yes, my
4: son must live.
1: Name your condition, Monsieur Carrier. No. Yes. Your
3: son will be spared, citizen, if he will be your executioner. What? You mean... This boy shall live if he will operate the knife that drops
1: your head into the basket.
3: No!
0: monster! You
3: are
1: worse than the butcher they call you. You are a fiend from hell. Friend
3: carrier, a stroke of genius. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: thought I had forgotten my duty, Brizard.
3: I said I had a plan for these <laughs> aristocrats. Only you could have thought of this. Listen, citizen soldiers, to this great patriot we follow. (laughs)
0: Enough. Enough.
1: And now, Aristos, your answer. The answer is no. Do you think I would buy my life at the cost of taking those of my mother and father? Take us three to your guillotine and learn how aristocrats, both young and old, can die. My son, you make me proud. But I am yet head of my house. But your carrier, my son submits to your condition. Only, oh, you are not in earnest, father. Thy father is in earnest, Charles, and I divine his reason. I add my voice to
4: his. Thou must obey us.
1: Not if God commanded it. Charles, thou, the last of our noble name, must live. Monsieur Carrier, we cannot escape. Will you withdraw with your men for a few minutes? That you may persuade the young man privately? With pleasure. Citizen soldiers, we will all retire to the hallway. Come,
3: citizen soldiers!
1: You're wasting time. I die with my parents. I count on their ability to convince you, young man. They understand my motives as I understand theirs. Motives which assure them I will keep my promise that you'll be allowed to live. I know you will keep your promise, Butcher Carrier. And why? Please leave us. (laughs) Certainly. (laughs) I will await your decision. Out of hearing, but not out of
2: sight. Mother.
1: Mother. Thou must explain. That, that fiend's condition, Charles. Who oh, can you bid me even think of such a crime against all nature? Thou dost not understand, my son. The name of the must not die. Dost think I would preserve it by depriving thee of life? An ideal, a cause, is more important than the individual. And we are already doomed to die, by thy hand or another's. Thou, my son, must live. No. I'm such a god! I cannot. Then art thou a coward unfit to be our son? Aye, to die is not difficult, but thou art afraid to live. I cannot live. I
0: must.
1: Listen, Charles. That beast, sated with murder, would now destroy souls as well as bodies, so that men may say of thee, "There goes an aristocrat who bought his life with the blood of those who bore him." He will keep his word, and thou must prove such scum cannot destroy a soul. For thou and other young men like thee are the only hope of France. Thou must live, or we shall have died in vain. Thou wilt be bravest of the brave in living, Charles. For thou wilt bear men scorned in honor I right? Cannot, will not do this thing. Charles... No! You at that door. Take us to your guillotine. We die together. Wait! Right.
0: I have a final argument in my command. Mother! Drop that knife. The steedog has a dagger.
1: Drop no, that knife. stabbed dead. No,
4: mother. She's me. No. I am granting your desire.
1: It was too much to ask us, son that he should bring his mother to death. But now,
4: that death accomplished, Charles, thou wilt fulfill
1: my final wish. And live? Yes. Thou wilt fulfill this man's condition on me, thy father. You still will keep your bargain, butcher. It will not make so good a show to have him drop only your head in the basket. <laughs> still, indirectly, he would have caused his mother's death. The terms yet stand.
0: Oh, Miss, you will live, Charles.
1: <laughs> oh, dear mother. It is my dying
0: wish.
1: <laughs> the she-dog's dead. I will join you soon, What What is the she-dog's puppy? Will he join her too, or will he buy his life? My mother's dead. My mother. And you... You who call yourself the government of France have killed her. Yes. I will buy my life. I promise, Mother, to fulfill thy dying wish. I will be thy executioner, Father, that I may live to serve a holy hate, that I may avenge thy death a hundredfold. Do you hear me? Murderer's beast! You fiends of hell! I will live to serve a holy hate, to
0: avenge a hundredfold! To avenge
1: a hundredfold! <laughs> Take them away, Brissac, and inform the citizens outside that Madame la Guillotine will be well served tonight.
3: <laughs> <laughs> An aristocrat for victim and one for executioner.
1: Come, Charles. Yes, Father. I swear on thy body, Mother, to avenge a hundredfold.
2: the beginning of this pretty story, Satan. Now it's thirty-four years later. The revolution's over. Butcher Carrier himself has lost his head upon the guillotine. (laughs) A bourbon king sits on the throne of France once more, and the boy who swore oath upon the body of his mother is now an old man of fifty who's lying on his deathbed. So our tale goes on. Our tale of the altar of hate.
0: <laughs> the
1: altar of hate! <laughs> I know there is but a short time left for me, Monsieur Lecuret. But I have no wish for your offices. I have a creed better suited to my needs. I know your creed, Monsieur Pont. It is a religion of hate. Oh, go away. Call my son. He will be my confessor, the only one I wish. Very well. The doctors say I may die at any minute, and I have much to tell the boy. I left him waiting outside. Only, thy father bids thee enter. Father. Come close to my bed, only. So I need not raise my voice. Yes, father. I have little strength. Leave us alone, Monsieur Lecrae. You will not change your mind. No, get out. I go. Well, my son, you, like all of France, know I was my father's executioner. Like all of France, I know the reason for your deed, Father. All honor and applaud it. Only one living man beside myself knows the true reason for my deed and how I kept my promise. Your promise? To my dead mother. And the scum who made her die. Will that then call old Gina to my bedside? Yes, father. Gina served my parents. He has ever been my confident and trusted friend. I have envied him. I never knew my mother. So thou art all I have ever had to love. I wished to be thy confident. You shall be now, my son. For you must carry on the work. I may not finish. But thou canst not leave me, father. I shall die when you have learned my wishes. My will shall make me live (coughs) until then. Dina is at the door. Let him enter. Come, Dina. Monsieur le Comte, you wish something from your servant? Yes, old friend. A last wish. A last command. That thou shalt serve my son. As for 50 years, thou hast served me. I was born a servant of the Delorien. I, too, have served that name. Close the door. Lock it, Gina. Henri, I have said you must carry on my work. If I did not know you for a faithful son, I even now would stay the hand of death that tightens on my burned-out heart. But you I know will fulfill my uncompleted promise. I do not understand. You will in a moment. You have believed I dropped the knife upon my father's head that I might live to perpetuate our ancient lie. I did, but that was only a portion of my reason. The greater part was that I avenge, that I serve her holy hate. Gina, open the secret panel that hides the shrine of my religion. Yes, Monsieur LeColte. Look, my son. At the altar, I have built <gasps> An altar built of human skulls? Yes. The skulls of those who, in the name of liberty, defiled the natural rights of all created men. The skulls of those who served Madame la Guillotine. The skulls of those who made my life a loathsome horror. An executioner they made of me. ah. Uh, I have persisted in that calling. Before that shrine, you see a headsman's block. It is I who have lifted and let fall the bloody axe that leans upon it. I can look no more. You must do more than look. I vow to repay an hundredfold. Two skulls are missing from my author. You mean I? You bear the name I have preserved. Ninety heads only adorn that shrine. You must make... An hundred rest there. I cannot, will not. I command you you will obey. No. Yes, promise, or I curse you with my dying breath. Father, promise. I, promise. I promise. Swear. I swear.
0: Ah.
1: Now I know thou art fit to bear my name. Father, I die. Content. I, I shall have avenged an hundredfold. Father. Oh. Father! I cannot oh. let thee die deceived. I lie to thee. I cannot do thy awful bidding. I withdraw my promise. Father, answer me. I tell you, I withdraw my promise. I take back my oath. Your father has ceased to breathe. No. Oh, no. One cannot withdraw a promise from the dead. I tell you, I will keep my promise, Gina.
2: But I must have more time, just a little more
1: time. Six months have passed since your father breathed his last. Has not that been time enough? (gasps) Oh, will you never leave me alone? Morning, noon, and night, you speak of nothing but that ghastly promise. Your father rests uneasy in his grave because you make no move to keep your plighted word. The words of a DeLorean... His spirit comes to me and bids me tell you. You only dream he comes to you. Nay, I do not dream. His spectre walks these halls from dusk to dawn, bitter and accusing, because of your broken faith. I
0: never
1: see it. You will, if you do not go. your upon his portrait hanging there. His spirit now looks at you from its painted eyes. They, They do look alive. But that's imagination. My mind is becoming weakened by your ghoulish chatter. Oh, leave me alone. I must have more time. How much more time? How can I tell? A man does not commit cold-blooded murder as he takes an evening stroll. Just vengeance is not murder. Such vengeance is not just. Oh, I know the awful cause my father had for hatred. But no cause on earth can make such hatred right or good. It can't excuse the frightful altar that lies behind that panel. That altar is a shrine of heaven. It's a monument to hell. One man alone was responsible for my father's horrid memories. One man alone. Yet the head of Butcher Carrier did not fall by my father's hand. His head is not included in that edifice of skulls. No, they are the heads of the innocent followers of Carrier. Dogs who shared his guilt. You've told me that author has claimed victims who, like me, were not yet born when the reign of terror ended. But they were of the blood of those of the terror of that vile brood. How could I hate people I've never seen for a thing that happened before my time? I won't hate. Hatred burnt my father's life away. I saw him die at old age at 50. An age when other men are in their prime. I won't follow in his footsteps. I'll not hate. I'll not hate. Then you have lied from the first. You never meant to fulfill your plighted word. The word of a Delorean. The name that he preserved means nothing to you. I... Gina. Two heads are needed to complete that altar. Bring me... Bring me two of Butcher Carrier's blood, and I will keep my promise. You'll renew your compact with the dead before this portrait of your father? I... yes. I renew my compact on the conditions I've made. <laughs> I'm content. Within this hour, your father's shade will be at peace. Within this hour? Our holy altar will have its... Hundreds skulls. What do you mean? That I have foreseen your conditions. That last night I went upon the hunt. And this morning I came home with game. It lies waiting now behind the panel. Look! <laughs> Two bodies lie there by the headman's block. Two live bodies, bound and dead, ready for the axe which you will wield. Your prisoners are women! My prisoners are enemies. They are the sister and the niece. Of butcher Cartier! Don't devil! Put those cords that bind them as I tear away the gas. Yes. Ah, no. Ah. This one is just a girl. You're setting a free. Yes. and I take back my promise now forevermore. I will not hate. I will not kill. You cannot withdraw a promise to the dead. Gaze upon your father's portrait. Look into its eyes. They are warning you, Monsieur le Comte. <laughs> Beware. Well. You truly forgive me for Gina's dreadful treatment of you and of your mother.
4: Mother and I remain here in your house as guests. Does that not prove forgiveness? And and we know the wrong my uncle brought upon your father. And it is for us to beg forgiveness, not for you.
1: Forgiveness. What a blessed word that is. To one who has only heard of hate, even love must lack such meaning.
4: I've never been in love. Neither have I. How old are you, Monsieur LeCoupe?
1: On my next birthday, I'll be 20.
4: I suppose we're really too young to know much about love.
1: I don't think we would be if we weren't country people. They say in the city that girls and men much younger than we are know all about it. Some are even married.
4: It must be nice.
1: To live in a city?
4: And to know about love.
1: It must be wonderful.
4: Oh, terribly wonderful, Monsieur Comte.
1: I wish you wouldn't call me that anymore. No, my name is Henri. Oh,
4: but, but you're a noble, a DeLorean. And I am a bourgeois. And a niece of
1: butcher Carrier. What difference does that make? We've known each other now for two whole weeks, the happiest weeks I've ever known. And and Marguerite.
4: What were you going to say?
1: I I think that I've learned to love you. Oh. Really? Yes, I know what love is now, and I love thee.
4: I love thee.
1: Oh, my dear one. What was that? My father's portrait.
4: As you took me in your arms, it drove crashing to the floor.
1: Its eyes.
0: It's
2: painted eyes. They glare at me with hate. Good night, Mother. Good night, my little Marguerite. God bless thee and thy husband.
1: May I call you Mother now, Madame? Since your daughter has just become my wife, I would like to. I never knew my mother.
2: You poor boy. I am my mother
4: now. Good night, Monsieur le Cure.
1: Good night, Madame la Comtesse de Lorient. You are that now. You know. Good night to you, only, and God's blessing on your bridal night. Thank you, Monsieur le Cure. Deane, our old servant, won't you cease to look at me with loathing? Won't you also bless our wedding? When you took this woman to your wife today, you lost all claim upon my service. You are no longer a DeLorean. You are a butcher carrier, Regina. Keep your peace. Upon this bridal pair, I lay my curse. And the dead have made another, more weightier one upon them. Holy. Don't be afraid, Marguerite. Love cannot fear hate. Let me lift you in my arms and carry you into the house of DeLorean. Henri. Oh, he stumbled. Oh. That is an awful ill <laughs> man. <Aye.
3: laughs> it is nothing.
4: It, it means nothing, Mother. Good night.
1: Good night. Go to your wedding bed, cursed spawn of Butcher Carrier, in the house of one who served our holy hate. I, I am afraid. Monsieur Cure call them back. No one can call them back, for they are the dead as waiting to receive them. Who you don't? Cease your superstitious lies, Gina. The dead are dead and harmless in their graves. And if they are not, the boy was right. Love has naught to fear from hate. So says your religion. The dead and I hold another different face. No! Ah! Oh, scream.
2: Open that door. Uh, come. Marguerite, Marguerite, where are you? Monsieur
1: Leclerc. monsieur, monsieur, only boy.
2: They do not answer. You
1: will find them in this room, I think. His father's room.
2: Marguerite, my baby,
1: answer me. That opening in the wall, that pile of grinning skulls. The close two freshly severed heads now lie upon it. Oh, my daughter. And oh, now the altar is complete. Not even the grave could keep my master from fulfillment of his vow. He has avenged an hundredfold, and hate has triumphed.
2: (laughs) You folks, come here next week on me birthday, and Satan and me will have another 30 yarn to spin me